0: Want to review a little bit? It's a very complicated, long sicha. It's also the Rebbe made a siyum on the Mesechta Tractayimah. Yuma. A very, a lot of very important aspects. We know the Parsha talks about Yom Kippur. It talks about teshuva. How do we get atonement through teshuva? And the Rebbe has some very powerful uh, insights into various parts. Of how teshuva is done, basically in the Gemara, you find two categories of teshuva. You find a category which is called teshuva meyiro, teshuva out of fear. People repent to Hashem as uh, they're afraid of punishment. Let's say they're afraid. There's higher levels, afraid. But they're not doing it with the intention of really because they want to get close to Hashem. They just are scared to violate Hashem's will for the consequences. You know, like you have a classroom of students, oh, they're not behaving because they want to behave. They just don't want to get sent to the principal, they don't want to get punished. So they do what they're supposed to, but they're not really doing it. But yet they're returning to Hashem. They are doing Teshuvah. That's called Teshuvah meyira. The other category is called Tshuva Me'avah. That you return to Hashem because you love Hashem. The Tshuva Miira is basically not with intent. Because you're not intending so much to do the Tshuva, You're just afraid. And that's why you're doing teshuva. Shuva ma'ava means you're turning to Hashem with intention, with Kavana. The Rabbi comes up and he says that within Teshuvah of Ava, there's also two categories. There is one level of Teshuvah that erases the sin, and there is a higher level of Teshuvah which turns the sins into a mitzvah of love. They're both in the level of love. One is a teshuva. So there is a tesh- in the Gemara. We find two categories, yira and ava. The Rebbe says within ava there is also two categories, and the results of them are different. Of teshuva ma yira, what it accomplishes, what teshuva ma accomplishes. And the higher level of tshuva Mahava and these levels of tshuva are higher levels within tshuva, because you see, like it says in the Pasuk, v'ahav t'shashem b'chol nafshecha, moidecha, there is categories. And sometimes, relative to the higher category, the previous category is not called fully intention as well. Just like we say that doing teshuva out of fear is not called an intentional teshuva because it's just sort of a coincidental teshuva. Within teshuva Mahav itself relative to the ultimate level of teshuva maybe the other level is not as, not as strong. Within the difference in the Gemara Rashi brings down, when you do teshuva Meyira, what happens is, it's like, it helps from here and on. It's not like it never happened. Say for example, it brings halacha, if a person marries a woman on the condition that she's healthy, it turns out that she wasn't healthy, but she went to the doctor, And now she's healthy. She's still not Mekodesh. She's not betrothed. Why? Because the doctor healed you from this point and on. And then you weren't healed then. And there is still something of the sickness that's left before. Talk to the people that suffered from COVID. A lot of people, (laughs) even though they were healed, but there's still some things lingering over there. Some people feel no, but it's the same thing is with every sickness. Teshuvah Meyira helps from here and on doesn't wipe it out. On the other hand, if you marry a woman, say, for example, that she doesn't have any vows on herself. And she had vows. You marry this man, and he says, I don't want you to have any vows. And he finds out, she made a vow that she's not going to go to the restaurant. He says, I don't want to, I need to go to the restaurant. What do you mean you're not going to go to the restaurant? So she goes to the rabbi and the rabbi says to her, when you made the vow that you're not going to go to the... Did you know that you're going to marry this man? Did you know that it was very important to him to go to the restaurant? She said no. So the rabbi says, you know what? Open up. You made a mistaken vow. You made a mistake because you didn't know at the time what's going to happen. Finds a Pesacharoto. It's no more a vow. This woman will be Muqadoshes. Why? Because when... Now it's retroactively come to uh, reality that she never had vows. The Chocham, when you <coughs> do Teshuvah Ma'ava, <coughs> it wipes away the sin. It looked like there was no sin. Teshuvah Miyira heals you from here and on. Teshuvah Ma'ava heals you retroactively. the higher level of Tshuva Ma'ava, not only does it heal you retroactively, but it actually turns those negative, those sins, and makes them into mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says, how do I prove this, that there is, who says there is this other two stages over here? The Gemara only talks about one stage of love, love. Where do I take it? And Rebbe brings a very interesting proof. Because in the Gemara, it says like this, if a person says to a woman, I am going to betroth you, become my wife, but I'm telling you that I'm a tzaddik. I'm a tzaddik. And we know very well, the guy is a bum. We know he's not a tzaddik. Is she not uh, betrothed? Because he made a condition. He says, I'm, gonna, I'm a tzaddik. The answer is, the Gemara says, well... She may be Bukhidesha's. Why? Because maybe he had a hero chuba. He maybe thought Tshuva in his mind when he said it. And we know that Chuba can turn you around. In yeah. one minute you can become from a complete Russia, You can become a, a complete tzaddik. So the, so the Gemara says, well, we're not so sure that she's not, because maybe he is a tzaddik, you know, he said, I'm a tzaddik, maybe he's a tzaddik, maybe he thought about tzaddik. So the reverend says, the question they ask is, either way, what kind of a chuva did he think of? If he thought of a tzaddik, out of fear, a chuva out of fear, we said, doesn't really make you into a full tzaddik, it doesn't heal you like you never did a sin. Something is left over from there. So he's not a tzaddik, if the tshuva did meir. And if you're going to say he did tshuva me'amah, out of love, that means that he not only is a tzaddik, but his averis become mitzvah. And we know, the Gemara says, that b'mokim Shuba o'indim tzaddikim gemurim that in the place where tzaddikim stand, even complete and with the chuba stand, tzaddikim, can't stand it. That means that this guy is even greater than a Tzadik. He's not a Tzadik, He's a bal Oh, wait a minute. So you think? Well, if she agreed to marry a person who's a Tzadik, and now it turns out that he's a bal he's even greater than a Tzadik, So for sure. Ah, oh, not so fast. That's not the halacha. The Allah is, if you tell the woman, marry me because I'm an Israelite, and then you turn out to be a Kohen. Oh, you got even more than you bargained for, right? He says, you know, in any case, if you say that you are something, and then you have more than what you said you are, you're not going to be Mekodesh's. Because why? Because the woman doesn't want somebody on a higher level. She said a I don't want about shuba. I'm on a greater level. I don't want the greater level. I just want. So the question is, you're saying that he did to What level of shubah did he do? Did he do the level of lower level of shuva? Then he's not even a tzadik. If he did the greater level of shuva, then he's higher than a Tzadik. This this is the rule that you can't even go more than you want. So that so what's the answer? The answer is like this when we say that maybe the tshuva, the lower level of Tshuva Me'avah, we said that there was three steps. One step just wipes out the Avedis. The higher step turns it into mitzvah. Possibly the Rebbe suggests that to get to the higher step, to wipe out the Avedis as well, you can't do that in one instant. So when we say, maybe he thought Tshuva that couldn't be tshuva ma'ava on the lower level, which just to wipe away, so it would just become a tzari, and not become a bal tshuva. In any event, this whole concept the Rebbe discusses in the Sikha is idea that when you do an avera, the avera turns into a mitzvah. That's a hard concept to accept. How could something negative lead? to uh, something positive, which meaning you're doing against Hashem's will and then you're being rewarded that for those uh, negative things that you did, oh, now you're going to get rewarded, you know. So it turns out that a tzaddik, in essence, can never do all the mitzvahs that a non-tzaddik does because, that Abel Shuba has, because... You can live an upright life all the time, do everything the right way, connect to Hashem in positive ways, and yet you're only a tzaddik. And then comes in this Russia. he lived a life of, without Hashem, without belief in anything. He did all kinds of errors. He does teshuva, and boom. He's in a higher level than even the tzaddik. How could the avera doing wrong benefit You <laughs> It is because I did wrong, that's why I benefit. Seems a little bit hard to understand. The Rebbe quotes from the Marsha, but it's still difficult to understand. Now, the the classic answer is, from the Tanya, the Rebbe brings down here also, and again, the Rebbe debates it into great detail here. I'm just giving over a little bit of it. Uh, the, the classic answer, the Tanya that Al gives is, because what brings you to doing the mitzvah is actually your aveira. because what happens is when you come from the other side, your thirst and your drawing to Hashem is at a much higher level than you do. Right? If a person hasn't experienced negativity or hasn't experienced being in the shadow of death, of being in the connected to the bad, he doesn't. He doesn't appreciate that much. He doesn't connect that much, so it turns out that when a person uh, comes around later on, so it's not only the quantity; it's both. It's the qu- it's the person is with more yearning, and also the objects that he did. They too, you know, technically. When you do an Avera, like let's say a person eats, it says Natanya, let's say if a person, God forbid, should eat not kosher food. So not kosher food is stuck. You can't, there's no way to elevate it. It's stuck. But when you do proper tshuva, says the Alter Rebbe, then you slip out from the outer and you bring it into the Kedusha. Now, in halacha, Rebbe brings various different examples, which is something that leads to the other thing. Even though that's not, it's only a preparation, it only led you, yet that gets the preparation. Several examples from various different halachas different, to different degrees, but it becomes like the item that it leads you to. So it turns out that if the Aveder led you to tshuva, it becomes part of the mitzvah of the tshuva, and therefore that gets the status also. But it's still difficult to understand that the, um, um, in all items that we find, things that prepare you remain preparing, but they don't become the mitzvah itself. They don't change around. This is up a higher level. The Rebbe explains that, in a way, the teshuva has to do with your will, it's in the same place. In other words, the mitzvahs and averis and teshuva, they're all in your heart and your desire and what you want to do. And therefore, that preparation can become part of it. The Rebbe explains it in very detail. But... I want to bring one more point out before we run out of time over here. Um, the Rebbe also does the conclusion. It's a very interesting Gemara in Yomah. It says, it talks about if a person, at the end of Yomah, it says like something, if a person has a, a seminal discharge on Yom Kippur, it says. So the Gemara says a person needs to be worried all year round. That what has he done so bad? that on Yom Kippur you he should, he should see this carry but the Gemara says if he makes it to the end of the year he doesn't die that means that he has special good deeds that protected him and that he could mean that he will merit Olam Haba because he has so because it didn't It didn't affect them. While, as the Gemara says, while the whole world is in pain and fasting and he is satisfied, but if you live till the end of the year, that means that you will get Ulam Haba. Further, the Gemara says, not only that, the other rabbis, they bring in, they says, you will continue to live and bring children and grandchildren, a lot of rochers, the rabbi says, surprising, it's just like with the area of Chukah, how could Anyom Kippur, such a negative thing, which is one of the very serious sins when it's done in an intentional way, but certainly if even an accident has a relationship to it, how could that lead to such a level? The rabbi brings out, the rabbi says that sometimes the Hashem leads you through different things. Hashem causes you to because Hashem wants to bring you to the higher level of teshuva, It says, Yidak, you worry. And that leads you to the level of teshuva, and it comes out, that the Rebbe fits, fits in in all the different ways that the Rebbe matches it up very beautifully. But just to say, you know, a lot of times we wonder what do we do with our own struggles and what do we do with our own mistakes, what do we do with our, our own failures. And, you know, the Rebbe says, look the Gemariyum Kippur, Yoma, Gemariyum Kippur, talks all about atonement. What does it finish with? It says, person needs to know that we always have that opportunity to that level of teshuva. And that level of teshuva is not only going to bring us to be erased what we've done, and be, but actually it's going to bring us because it's Hashem doing it. And Hashem wants to, and it's actually going to bring us to long life and to all the good brachas. So, I guess the bottom line is we got to stay away from negativity. We know that a person who says, I will sin and then I'll do Teshuvah, well, you're not going to get the opportunity to do Teshuvah. But if we did make a mistake, and we did fail, we should do Teshuvah. And we know that we have the opportunity in three levels. Either teshuva here minimally, it's going to be healed from here and on. A higher level of teshuva is going to erase our truth of the past, and even a higher level of teshuva is going to make our sins into mitzvahs.